Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to United Boxing Podcast. And today I have the pleasure of interviewing the beautiful Sylvie Dulger and uh, giving her a few questions um, and, yeah, getting it started. Hi, everyone. Hi, Jordan. How you doing, Sylvie? I am doing amazing. What about you? Good, good, good. I'm always happy to see the positive energy and high energy. Always good to be with you in a room. And uh, so today we're going to go right into it. Um, we're going to dive deep into a few questions uh, just from the bat. Um, we have a pretty inspiring video that just got released last week yeah. about yourself. Yes. And uh, for anybody that didn't see it, I would highly recommend you guys checking it out at the end of this podcast. Um, but if, uh, if, you know, if you could just introduce yourself um, and give the, the listeners and the viewers a little bit about um, who you are and uh, what is uh, inside those videos. It would be great. Yeah, for sure. These videos have been uh, filmed during um, the boxing camp in 2019. So these are very like raw clips, um, interview. I'm speaking from my heart. Uh, I'm putting myself out there being vulnerable and trying to uh, show you what's actually behind the scene about you know what's behind Sylvie this strong woman that you could see on on those online platforms so I can explain why I started to box and uh, I guess this is what uh, we are going to... <laughs> that's right. That's what we're going to discuss today. And we're going to really, uh, again, kind of dig deep and get in there. So that we kind of like, you know, lay the playing field. Um, let's just start with a little bit about your past, where you're from, where your family's from, and, uh, and how that made you who you are today. Yeah, my family is from uh, the Middle East. Um, they, they immigrated to France uh, before I was born. Uh, they were born in Turkey, and um, so I was born and raised in France. But my real roots, um, my culture is Assyrian Chaldean, and we are from Mesopotamia, very um, uh, ancient civilization. Um, and my parents had to, to leave everything behind and, and uh, to start, uh, start fresh. Uh, in France, and um, we, uh, they, as soon as they moved to France, they find themselves being in the, in this you know city, one of the poorest uh, city in France. Mm -hmm. So, surrounded by immigrate immigrants, 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 yeah, and yeah. Um, poorness. Nice, yeah, and I know that it's a it's a pretty rough area as well too, as as well as being poor. Um, it's uh, you know there's a lot of drugs, there's a lot of um, people in gangs, and, and and it's a tough neighborhood. Yes. Um, and can you describe to me a little bit about how it was living there, um, you know, d during your youth? Yeah, so it's um, you know it's an area that. When you're there, it kind of defines you. Like it means that you're part of of something. So, me growing up, it, it was just being able to just go to school and come back home, and that's it. And you, I, I was not allowed to go out, um, not allowed to um, um, go out of a certain vision. Uh, if my brother couldn't watch me from from the balcony, then. It, you know, I would be. It's crazy. Like I, I couldn't do that. It, it would. It would be like, I. If you go downstairs, I am on the balcony and watching you and see where you at. 
Yeah. So, and, and this type of neighborhood has a kid, you, you cannot really own anything because gang will come like a group of 30 and they will just rob you and beat you and, and uh, it was tough to be outside or, you know, just have a soccer ball with you. You know, I, I had this bike and <laughs> they just came and, you know, pushed me and stole my bike. Uh, so it was tough, you know, having anything there. Yeah, but, and I feel that you kind of keep that toughness though with you and you walk around with it um, yeah. always, right? You have to, it's like if you want to be someone or have a voice and especially as a woman because women are considered as, you know, being nothing um, <laughs> from where I come from. So they just use you for what you have and that's it. You don't, you don't matter. So for me, it was like, what do you mean? Like, this is my shit. This is my thing that I have to step up for myself. And um, luckily, I have three brothers um, that are older than me, so they were able also to, you know, fight for me uh, at school, at um, high school and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that you actually have a pretty big family, and and you guys are pretty, you know, close and and together. Um, and. You also have a family garden, which is a very interesting story, because <laughs> uh, you don't really hear a lot about that um, nowadays. Uh, you know, being in the city, and uh, but I feel like that's also a big part of you, because I know how nutrition is, is is plays a big role. So, can you tell me a little bit more about that garden and, and about your family too, uh, while we're at it? Yeah, my family. So I come from a big family. I have eight siblings. I'm one of the youngest. I'm the first um, generation. Um, being born in France. Um, I used to live with all of them, so it was 11 with my parents, and um, to the addition, we had my grandparents and my uncle, so we were 14 of us living in the two-bedroom. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty, that yeah. was pretty tough. So growing up, you don't really have you know um, much of attention or personal space. Um, and you kind of have to be independent and do your thing by yourself, like go, do your own work on your own and nobody there, like my parents couldn't help me with the language anyway, so mm-hmm. they were learning French themselves. Um, uh, but they, they come from a culture, m- my roots, we are at the beginning of, uh, you know, um, culture. This is part of my civilization and uh, uh, the roots and what my heritage, my from you know my roots um, so my parents in their own village um, back in Turkey they used to have uh, their own land they will grow their own fruit and vegetable they will make they have their own animals they will make milk they will make cheese the, everything bread from scratch so I kind of grew up with that and um, for me being part of a big family uh, my mom would take me in the kitchen and she would be like, okay, now you have to watch when I cook because you need to you know, know how to do those things. So uh, I grew up with that. Um, and then um, when we moved out from the two bedroom to move to a bigger, to finally to a house after 15 years living in, in the ghetto, we moved not too far. <laughs> <laughs> Still in the ghetto, but it was a house. But in the house. <laughs> it was in the house, so it was, it was better. We had more space because it was a lot of us. And my parents always wanted to have a big garden. 
because uh, they could um, they could grow their own, you know, go back to their roots and grow their own fruit and vegetables. So my dad um, created, uh, built that uh, greenhouse. Nice. And uh, we have all kinds of uh, fruit and vegetables now. Amazing, amazing. And I know for you how much nutrition is a big part in your life. Um, and, uh, and you know, it, it, and very different than French nutrition, I feel. Because <laughs> for me, French nutrition, and I think for a lot of people, we think about cheese, we think about yeah. wine and charcuterie, <laughs> filet mignons and all that stuff. But for you, that's far from reality, right? Yeah. Um, don't take me wrong, my, my siblings and my family, they, they do enjoy that, uh, but I don't in the way that when I came to Toronto, um, the, the food is different, it's different, it comes from other places, um, and I didn't, my body didn't like it and I didn't enjoy it at all, like meat was t- tasting like plastic. And uh, fruits and vegetables didn't have their own flavors. Mm. I'm like, what is this? This is not a tomato. You know, it tastes like 5% tomato. Mm. Um, so I started to change my nutrition, and the first thing was dairy. Milk was one of the most disgusting thing I have seen <laughs> when I moved here. Yeah. First of all, I did not understand why it was in a plastic bag. Um, it was so odd to me, and then I couldn't take it anymore. It was just, it was just disgust me, and I couldn't drink it. So I started to switch to, to nuts, um, milk, like almond milk or coconut milk, and then uh, cutting dairy too. And then I couldn't eat meat, so I became a vegetarian first. And uh, along with my fitness journey and my all my research and watching so many documentaries and reading a lot and all like I always had this like big interest um, in how I can find what works for me, my fit. Mm-hmm. And um, after being ve- vegetarian, I switched on to a vegan diet mm-hmm. within a month. Within a month, I was doing intermittent fasting and I was vegan. Okay. And this was uh, five years ago. <laughs> nice, nice. So I'm sure that you get, um, so you basically optimized your diet to suit, you know, what you feel is important. You always talk about kind of feeling it for yourself and, and how it resonates with you. And and uh, and how would you kind of, for anybody that's out there that's thinking about doing that transition between, you know, being eating meat and, and, and being plant-based or vegetarian or, or vegan, what would you think would be the first steps that you would advise them to do? Um, I would say first um, to do the research in the way that, you know, don't put your head into it and not looking around or reading about it or watching something about plant-based nutrition. Um, because maybe your body needs, you know, um, vitamins or other micronutrients that mm-hmm. you're missing and you don't know about it. So first, maybe a blood test will be good uh, to 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 see estimate where you at and and to go from there. Um, you would need to get supplements like B12, for example, yeah. that your body doesn't produ- produce. Or um, even I recommend always to my clients. Um, vitamin D3 um, and to watch iron and um, magnesium like all those like little micronutrients that uh, play a big role um, in your um, 
in your journey to you know make everything fun function function functional together. Yeah. 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 yeah 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 um and i know that for you as much as nutrition is uh, is a pillar in in your lifestyle uh fitness is also a very important physical activity and uh you 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 know you're now a pretty important fitness uh trainer influencer in toronto yeah. um how did that story start it started uh it started here in toronto um when i moved here um you know i, I moved hands in pocket not knowing the language not the country i didn't know anybody really but uh, i got introduced to you know the weightlifting lifestyle um first week signing up to the gym and uh, finding an interest into it because in france the mentality is different uh, you go to the gym uh, as a woman you have to be on the treadmill or doing group class um, there is no way you see any woman lifting weights um, back then again this is eight years ago mm-hmm. um, so i didn't find my place in france but when i came here i'm seeing this woman you know lifting weights and um, I see they look strong and I was like, I want to try this out. Mm. I got introduced to the weights and I fell in love with it. I felt like I was strong and powerful. I will see my evolution. I would have that feeling and uh, it was also therapeutic, like a mm. therapy for me yeah. to go and, and hit the gym and, and being dedicated to it. Mm. And I feel like you since i know you and and just the energy that you got off you're you're a pretty big uh challenge chaser (laughs) always looking for you know what ways to to improve and always being able to kind of you know look at your life and say okay i can do better i can get better um you know doing the fitness it's not like you took it lightly you took it pretty seriously to now obviously being a fitness trainer um you know did competitions uh you know get and 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 successfully you know handle those um and also the just the fact of of learning a new language uh changing your environment from from being in france leaving your family i believe that that's probably it was probably a tough thing to do yes yeah um and for me like because I know you personally, I know that a few years ago you were, um, you 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 got a challenge that you didn't expect, <laughs> and sometimes those are the hardest ones, you know. And and uh, for the listeners out there, can you explain a little bit more about um, the challenges that you had to overcome? Uh, because I feel like in there, you know, to be able to talk to me today, just in the in, you know having this discussion, I think for me is is a pretty. Uh, pretty big achievement so um yeah if you could just share the story about that challenge yeah um i see life as a challenge um in general and this is why i'm always you know open to to take anything and and to be the best at it at least giving my 100 percent. but um one day i just uh, you know wake up and uh, i cannot go out of my bed and I feel so much pain. Like I have migraine and my stomach is hurting and I feel so weak. And uh, um, at this time I I work two jobs, um, uh, being a fitness trainer and having my clients, uh, having my classes and all of that. So for me, I'm always showing up to work. I'm always there. Um, 
there is no day off. Um, I've been like this since, you know, forever. This is how I've seen myself, like always working or working hard. And um, for me, not being able to go out of my bed was um, a trigger point. So I call in sick and uh, I'm like, I'm not able to come to work today. And uh, I didn't go for a week. I couldn't go to work for a week. Um, I don't know what's going on, so obviously I go and check myself. And then when I go to the doctors, they tell me you have to come back for more tests, for more testing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, okay, if I come back, you know, when usually they tell you that, it means that there is something going on. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I go back, do more testing, and at this point they tell me, listen, we... Uh, we are seeing cancer cells in your body and uh, you have to uh, do a surgery and uh, very soon we want to book you for surgery um, so it doesn't um, become any bigger in your body. Uh, me at the time, taking here and this, I'm like, no, like, this is a mistake. <laughs> I'm the very healthy, um, strong woman and I work hard and I'm big on nutrition and I do everything right. So uh, um, I decide to not get surgery because I don't want to get surgery. I don't want to have to go through those things and um, I cannot tell my family what's going on, obviously, because they want me back. Mm-hmm. Um, they never agreed for me you know, to leave in the first place. So. Um, I, I decided to, to heal naturally and I got introduced to this guru who does um, um, alternative medicine mm-hmm. and it gets you to a pro- process of um, natural healing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I go see him and then the first time I met him, I sat for um, four hours and he's testing me going through my entire body and and telling me, okay, listen, I see that you have a tumor here, Um, you have heavy metals in your head, you have muscle wasting, you cannot grow your muscles. And at this time, within a week, a week, maybe 10 days, I've lost 20 pounds, Mm. I am looking pale, I have no life in me. Hmm. And uh, I'm sitting there by myself, it's him and I, and I have to take everything he's telling me. And uh, I'm, you know, just taking it and trying to be strong. And I go home, it's like 10 p.m. and uh, I crash. Yeah. I crash. I'm like, why me? What the hell? Like, what did I do? Why is is this going on? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't understand it. So from there, I I decided to work with him. And because I wanted to heal naturally and um, it took uh, almost... uh, almost two years mm. to heal um, but we're able to you know make it yeah and you're here today and you know and, today. And, and, and it's amazing and uh, you know I think a, a big part of it was also was also mental am I right all of it was mental yeah all of it was mental because you know when your body is um, not performing the way you want or you're in pain every day and you have to go um, and live with it daily, um, showing still to work and training hard and pretending that, you know, life does not stop and you still have to, to do those things. 
mentally you need something to, to keep you, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm very spiritual and faithful, so I have a big, um, a big beliefs, but also my mental um, was like iron. Yeah. You know? It has to, yeah. I feel like it's... This is what, you know, like your body is not there, but mentally you, you have to keep up. Mm-hmm. And um, that <laughs> led me into boxing. That's right, yeah. I think like, for me, I know when you stepped in uh, to the club, uh, you were you were determined to, to fight. Oh. And it, it, I felt like it was part of your recovery process. Yeah. Um, you you came in through the 90-day camp, right? Yeah. And uh, and I remember, so the 90-day camp, just so the listeners know, um, it's, it's a fight camp that we basically put about 40 participants through an excruciating three-month uh, three journey to be able to come from beginners all the way to fighters and competing at the end of the three months with an opponent uh, from an outside club. And so he was part of that. And uh, once she came up at the beginning and, and signed up for the camp, you know, she, she did tell me about her, her health concerns. And I was like, oh, are you sure? I don't know if this is a good idea. And then she said, oh, yeah. She, I don't remember exactly what she said word for word, but it was a quick discussion. And I quickly understood that there is there is no other option than letting this girl, uh, you know, be part of this camp. So, um, and, and yeah, and, and it's with great pleasure that she, she successfully um, fought with us, uh, won her fight, and, uh, and continues today. Um, but can you share your side of the story and how boxing kind of helped you throughout this whole recovery process? Yeah, I was, you know, at this time fighting for my life for about a year and a half and uh, I needed more. I needed more to keep me stronger mentally, to push through, to beat uh, whatever is going on with me. And um, I know it's it's in a fight, so I have to go in the ring and face everything and and beat the shit out of it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I step into into the gym the, uh, with the goal of being a fighter. So I, I, I you know, come in, I'm straight up. I, I want to fight. I want you to take me in the ring and I will do whatever it takes, training, I will be here. Um, and uh, this is what I did and I fell in love with it because it, I found that it was part of me. It, it was just showing a side of me that was there, and I find myself in boxing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is who I am. I am part of this. I am a fighter. I train mm-hmm. hard. I give it all. I want to show up and uh, and do the job. And it's, it's not about fighting someone else. It's about fighting your own battles. And Sylvie, I know that for you, you know, boxing is now almost part of your lifestyle. Um, there's, you know, after this 90-day camp, there was no turning back. No. No. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of people in the 90-day camp, I'd say, for a good part of it, that drop off. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they have their fight, they, they get their W, and they say, you know what, I just want to leave with a clean record, or I just want to leave with a good experience, and, uh, and uh, I'm just going to maybe just keep to the training part of it. But no, you kept competing, you kept fighting, um, and you're here, you know, still training throughout this whole quarantine even um how has uh, how has that been for you um it, as soon as i 
you know, started and then find myself in, into boxing and it became a part of me. It, it, boxing is a part of my life. Mm. It's something now that is part of my lifestyle, my life, and this is something that I want to practice uh, all the time. It's not about, um, you know, doing something. It's, it's like working out and it's, a, it's like my nutrition. It's, it's a lifestyle that, you know, I say I have this backpack with me and every, every time I go into my, my journey, I learn things and I, there's things that you want to keep with you and the things that you leave on the side and uh, those things I want to put in my backpack. This is going to be my legacy. So... I want boxing to be part of me and so I can, mm. you know, share with other people. Nice, nice. And I know that, you know, again, we have unexpected challenges that just kind of come up and rock us, um, you know, without, without any warning. And 2020 was, uh, was one of those years that, again, you know, it just it was it was we were caught off guard um yeah. and i know that you had some struggles at the beginning with uh with you know staying at home because yeah. i know that you lead a very active lifestyle yeah. um with your clients with your business and just with yourself with your own training um how has this year hit you and and what were you able to accomplish from it so me being active 12 day 12 hours a day uh to be you know stuck in my house um, was was for my body environment was like a shock. Mm. Um, I I started to do water retention, and I felt like um, you know looking like uh, that Michelin tire. <laughs> 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 this is how I felt, yeah. and this is how I was looking too. I mean, for me knowing myself, um, my joints were very painful. I couldn't work out. I didn't know what to do. Um, my my nutrition was still good, so it was just a matter of knowing what triggered it and how to deal with it. So I found uh, peace in training mm. uh, again. So I had to switch it up, do less uh, weight training, and I did a lot of shadow boxing, yes, yes. Uh, skipping, and yeah. running, um, just to you know keep my body active because it needed that. Mm. Mm -hmm. My body needed to be active, and after that, I felt so so much better. I was able to, I, I kind of like did a lot of retention for a few months. Mm -hmm. it, it wasn't easy, um, so I just monitored that and find you know uh, my my playground again, and being able to beat that and uh, to find my solutions. Yeah, I mean like. You look like you got the solutions to me. <laughs> we've been, you know, we've been working pretty hard uh, together for the last few weeks, a uh, few months, and uh, shooting videos. And, and I feel like you're in amazing shape right now, um, even without you know being in the gym every day like you used to. It looks like you were even in more. So, um, good job and uh, congratulations you. on that. Um, what can the uh, for now, like what, what's you know, what are the new challenges for you? For for you know, challenge chasers like yourself, um, what's uh, or what's in the in the sites uh, that uh, that you're working on right now? Yeah, like 2020 for me was a year of um, has been a year of reflection, I guess, for also many people. Um, but uh, I had to put my knowledge and everything I've been through out there for mm -hmm. people to be able to relate or to find themselves and be like, 
I want to, you know, overcome whatever I'm going through. Mm -hmm. So with your help, mm -hmm. and uh, we created a, a program. That's right. That's this right. Is what, uh, this is what's uh, coming out very soon. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And here's the big news. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. And, and honestly, um, I think it's, it's, it's been great working with you on it um, just because, you know, it, just to work with someone that you vibe with is awesome. Yeah. You know, I think we we both come up with uh, great solutions for 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 problems that we've encountered, yeah. um, for problems that our community uh, continuously encounters. Um, and again, it's all about sharing our knowledge right with others. Um, le partage, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so. Tell the viewers a little bit about this program. What can they expect? What is it about? What, what uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, um, one of our mantra is uh, be small all day, every That's day. Right. Um, so it's, it's part of me, but um, I wanted to create this program to make it accessible to as many people as I can, mm -hmm. um, to impact other people's life, um, my followers, my community, or even someone that you know doesn't know anything about fitness or boxing, and they want to start, they want to change um, their life. So this program has a, a different level. Um, it has three levels, so you can start as a very beginner, you can just join in as an intermediate um, level, but also advanced. Like if you're a beast mode, if you train the way like I do, then you're good, you know, like you, you can do this too. Um, so this program is um, a lot of, um, it's, it's very well d structured in the way that you get you know, you start with the dynamic um, stretches, you have your warm-ups, you go through that um, sections and, and circuits of, you know, exercises, um, and then you have um, core work, and you, you finish with just stretching. And all of that um, is structured to be there to help you achieve and to be the best version of yourself. Also, this program is a lot of focus on, on lower body, um, I have learned something um, during my boxing journey is that the power uh, comes from you know your legs. Mm -hmm. your legs. It's a lot of legs, mm -hmm. and people don't realize when you're boxing, they only think about you know you're throwing your arms and you're punching, and it's all about you know all your upper body. But no, <laughs> so the power comes from the bottom, mm -hmm. and um, I was like, okay, I need to. To, this is one of my strengths, you know, like with uh, weightlifting. So I need to put, to combine all of this together for everything I've learned, everything I've been through, and to keep people active at home. Um, so it's a lot of like lower body focus, legs, fundamentals for boxing, um, punching, uh, core work. So you, you, you hit the entire body, you know? Okay. And, um, and uh, th this, by doing this, it's also to, this program is made to build you stronger, to condition you, to make you more resilient, to build endurance and strength. So it's like everything you want to tackle in this program, it's in there. Yeah. And I feel like it's a very, it's a real program. You know, even though you don't need, like, equipment, 
right? And actually in boxing, for the most part, you don't really need a lot of equipment, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's not about, uh, you know, just doing a quick fitness workout at home, and, and, and it's more than that. I feel like it has, the, the program encompasses the real, uh, where as much as it can, it encompasses the real kind of essence of what boxing is, is about, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and you'll feel that in the workouts, I feel. Um, the viewers will also kind of uh, see the results of that in, in, their, in their technique, you know, um, even if this is not something that you would want to do if, if let's say you know you want to you want to be a fighter right away and you want to get you know that's that's not that kind of program but if you're right now a fighter and you want to keep yourself in shape that's the program for you or if you're a complete beginner you know and and you don't know anything about boxing well then you're going to learn the fundamentals and then you're going to get fit at it so it's a it's an all-encompassing program that can really i feel like it's 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 just a good solution for uh, the pandemic that's going on right now. And even after this whole pandemic, done, like, you know, I'm still going to do the program. <laughs> like, I still, you know, like, I always, like... I'm doing it, and I'm like, that's right. Whoa. <laughs> that's right, and it's keeping you in shape, right? Yeah. Like, and oh, and and, and I've seen that, so um, it's pretty amazing to see, and, and the people that we've we've been putting it through, it, it's it's uh, yeah, the results are there. So um, I can't wait until we really release it fully, um, and uh, and everybody has a go at it because I think it, you know. It, they're, they're going to be nothing short but amazed. The quality is very good um, of the material. Again, the structure is there, um, and uh, and you know you have you have you on it, so yeah. <laughs> it's motivating, right? No, it's and, motivating. and you know it's it's very we're very particular. Like we want things to be done one way. Yeah, and, we uh, are. Yeah, we like it to be. <laughs> it to be clean and, and well done and you know easy to deliver to yeah, yeah easy deliver, to follow easy to follow and deliver the best yeah you know, high quality high sure. quality out there for you to to follow along and uh, understand what you're doing and understanding the movements and uh, and building you know creating that mindset yeah the long way exactly and that, and that's why I love collaborating with you because it's not for me it's all about really coming out with even if we have to take our time with it yeah. but coming up with a product that is nothing less than per, almost perfect you know yeah. <laughs> like not, not, you know what I mean like so the, the standard is very high and uh, I think we both have a pretty high standard of whatever we put out so um, yeah stay tuned for that program yeah I'm excited um, I do have before we finish off I do have a few questions here um, regarding you know maybe a little bit more personal stuff uh but a few questions that our viewers have asked um and uh yeah if you put in mind okay you know starting off (laughs) with um what for you is a typical morning routine oh morning routine that's a great question um morning routine is very important for me um i wake up i do meditation i meditate between 10 and 15 minutes just like has a you know cleaning your sleep and uh, starting a new day um, I am very spiritual um, and I have strong beliefs so I also pray a lot I practice gratitude this is one of my first thought in the morning is just to be grateful for another day and to be able to accomplish my mission and to be a better version of myself every day 
Um, I also do uh, stretches and have a routine with yoga mm. in the morning. So give my, you know, my mind starts first and then my body nice. um, awesome. uh, follows. Um, I do uh, lots of readings um, in the morning too. It could be either spiritual readings. It could be motivational readings. So I know that I am ready to tackle my day and, you know, I'm already, you know, strong-minded. I, I hold my ground and I'm, I'm ready to take whatever it's coming, you know, um, because, you you know, you don't know. <laughs> Every day you wake up, something's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but at least to be, like, sure that whatever comes, you are able to deal with the situation, to be calm about it, to be in control uh, about whatever you can control and... Uh, Whatever you can control is yourself. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Sounds like a good morning to me. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, let's go for the next one. Um, you mentioned actually books that you're reading. What is a book that you would uh, recommend to someone or the current book that you're reading right now? What is it? I am reading Rewire Your Brain. Oh, nice. Uh, it's a very good book about um, brain structure and just in understanding how it works and how you can create mindset, good habits, lifestyle. Um, and it just um, uh, give you a structure of like, okay, you want to change your life? Here are some tips and try to understand like um, how the human body uh, function so you have a better um, vision of what you want to, you know, uh, get better at. Awesome, awesome. And, uh, and I know podcast is a big thing for you <laughs> uh you know you almost on the daily so what uh, what podcast are you listening to right now or that you would recommend other people to listen to um i listened to this podcast it's called moonshot podcast and it's australian um and it basically um, introduce you to a bunch of innovators and um, inspirational people that, and just like two guys and sitting like uh, the way that we are and uh, exchanging about something that an author they have read or they dig into it and they they call it learning out loud nice. and um, it just give you um, topics about what you want to tackle it could be like about your purpose about motivation um, about habits um, and all of that so I feel like it's great uh, for people to head there and uh, to discover you know other innovators and and, and, and deal with things that you want to better Amazing. Uh, yourself at. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. All right. Are you ready now for some rapid-fire questions? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, these are quick. Uh, let's, uh, let's get it. Tyson versus Joshua. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> right away. No, 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 I don't know. I love both of them. I love both of them. Both of them? You, okay, so, uh, Ty. <laughs> I will watch that. Uh, all right. I, I'm, going for, I'm going for Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> Next travel destination? Thailand. Ooh, nice one. Uh, favorite meal? Too hard. <laughs> favorite fruit? Uh, raspberry. Okay. <laughs> Too hard. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, a, that's a good one, though. Um, favorite, top three favorite boxers? Ooh. Mike Tyson's, um, Katie Taylor. 
Nice. Okay, mm, Oh, let's do it. Um, squats or shadow boxing? Shadow boxing. Your walkout song? La Puissance from Ralph French oh. Rapper. Awesome. French rap, y'all know. Um, most inspirational person you currently follow? Right now, I am watching a lot about uh, Kobe Bryant. Oh, amazing. Amazing. All right, well, you know what? I had a few other questions, but nothing can follow that. <laughs> Kobe Bryant won. Let's leave it at that, and let's yeah, yeah. end the questioning today. Um, Sylvie, again, thank you very much for being a part of uh, the UBC team and being a part of this podcast today. Um, it was a pleasure to interview you, to hear about your story, and thank you again for sharing it with the listeners and the viewers today. Um, is there anything else that you would like to add? Well, thank you, Jordan. Thank you for um, being here, for supporting me along this uh, journey of mine and uh, hearing my story and uh, helping me out, um, offering me, you know, this uh, family here and uh, being with me this whole way of um, fighting uh, through that. So thank you for that. And um, I want to say to all the listeners today, um, listen, we start from the bottom. It doesn't matter how you grew up, um, where you come from. Um, I just want to say here today that everything is possible if you put your mind into it. And when I say that is, is you have to, you know, tell yourself that you are capable of and there are so many other people and inspiring stories out there if they can do it you can do it too and this is how I think and failure is not an option and um, you have to become who you want to be you know for yourself and stay true to yourself and uh, along the way just be a good person and spread positive energy and uh, help one another and uh, love one another this is the big message amazing thank you so much for sharing again and to all our listeners and viewers out there thank you again for all your support um throughout all these times and and your continued support in general uh until next time thank you thank peace. you peace